0: everybody to tectonic takes we have a really special edition i'm your regular co-host fabian rankle and i'm here with ivan ornelas and we actually have a regular a really special guest along for
1: today andres how you doing hi guys it's a pleasure to to have this meeting uh always it's nice for me to to get in touch with 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 quake's uh fans so uh let's gonna have a nice conversation all right Yeah, so this is a special presentation done by the Beautiful
0: Game Network. We want to thank them for always putting us on. And um, we just brought Andres on to talk a little bit about some soccer. I know the Quakes aren't doing so well right now, but we came on to talk about them and then maybe talk about una parrijada or something, you know.
1: Sounds good. Sounds good.
0: (laughs) All right. Ivan, what you got for us? All right. So uh,
2: I'm just going to... Obviously, Quakes fans, you love you on this Imperial, but here's a quick refresher of what you have accomplished so far in your career. I say so far because you're still playing and you're still doing well, so you definitely got some more years left than you. But anyway, uh, you made your uh, senior debut for uh, Rosario Central in 2005, which uh, that was your local club, right? Because you were born in Rosario.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah! It's, it's a local team there. Uh, I'm a fan of them, also. So it, it was a dream to to play oh. as a pro for for the team.
2: Yeah, we know that Argentines they love their local league as much as they enjoy seeing Lionel right. Messi play in Barcelona. We've seen how their fans get when their local clubs do well, especially in. Copa Libertadores when they had that River Plate Boca Junior
1: final. So, very passionate yeah, but, country. But, but, but Messi, Messi is, is from Rosario, too. But he's, oh. from the, he's from the other team. So, I don't like him
2: uh, so <laughs> Oh, yeah. A lot of the big clubs, they share the same city. So, it can get a little bit territorial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, around 2007 is when you started to get established playing time as a regular player. You played both center defense and left back. You had loans to San Martín de Tucumán in, I believe, the second division at the time. And you also had loan spells at Oriente Petrolero and mm. Blooming in Bolivia, where you played very regularly and you did well there. Uh, what was it like uh, playing in Bolivia? That was your first taste of football outside of your home country.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was my first experience out of, of my country. Uh, it, was a, it was a tough year. Because you know, in, in Bolivia has a lot of uh, cities with altitude. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's a really tough place to to play uh, because it's it's totally different. You know. But uh, it was a nice experience. Two big clubs with a lot of fans, uh, and it, it was it was a nice first experience to to play.
2: Yeah, that was really cool. And then you made your venture into Europe. You played with Dux Katokopias in Cyprus from 2010 to 2011. And then Iris Limassol in 2011-2012 season. So when everyone dreams of Europe, they think of a certain amount of leagues. But Cyprus is a pretty interesting league. We've seen uh, uh, Apoel, they made to the Champions League a few times. So how was it like in Cyprus?
1: Uh, it was amazing. It was amazing. Cyprus is it's a beautiful island uh, with nice people, nice beach. Uh, mm. The weather is amazing. So it was like oh. like being in for a year and a half in in holidays. Uh, <laughs> uh, we were there just with my wife, no kids. So we enjoyed it a lot. We enjoyed it a lot because it's a really it's a really really beautiful place uh, for life
2: oh so um, when did you uh, meet and then marry your wife if we may
1: ask uh she she's from my town too oh okay. rosario she she's a fan of rosario central so uh, <laughs> i know i know her in the stadium i know her in the stadium we were also in the in the same uh in the same um uh, part of the stadium you know so okay. uh, one one day we were happy after a victory and i started <laughs> to talk to her and you know here we are with two kids after live in in seven different countries so uh we have a nice family it's a nice story Congratulations. yeah it's it's a nice story straight out of the movies like
2: it feels really sweet and i the reason i asked that as well is because that provides us with some context so while you're going to all these different countries and clubs you have your wife with you every step of the way which must have been made the transitions a lot easier
1: yeah yeah of course because uh you know she's she's always behind me she's always supporting uh, my decisions uh, and you know soccer players sometimes uh, we have to take decision and and I'm so happy with with my career um, always I like to to take new challenge that's why I play in, in different countries different cultures uh, so here we are uh, i I'm for I'm, I'm 34 already and I'm still enjoying every day to, yeah. to go for trainings and the adrenaline yeah. before games. So I'm still enjoying.
2: Awesome. Yeah. And then your next two stops in your career, Universidad de Concepcion from 2012 to 2015, and then Saprissa in Costa Rica from 2015 to 2016 with Universidad being in Chile, you won the 2013 Primera B title with Concepcion and you won the Primera Div- Div- División de Costa Rica title with Zapriza in 2015. Every player dreams about lifting silverware, regardless of what league it is, it's always an incredible accomplishment. Can you uh, describe in a few words how that felt, having that milestone in your career?
1: Yeah, of course. The uh, lift trophies is, is, is the best, you know, uh, as a player. It's, yep. it's the target that every player has. When when signed for for a team, uh, I was so lucky in Costa Rica because I had the chance to score in the final. Uh, it was in the uh, it was in a game away against the derby uh, team, you know. So it was a really special moment, one of the best in my career, uh, definitely because that that goal let us. Uh, uh, we leave with the trophy. We, 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 we become a champion after that goal. So oh. it was a really special moment.
2: So when you say derby, do you remember if that was uh, Herediano or
1: Alajuelense? Alajuelense, Alajuelense. Oh, there it, was, we go. it was Alajuelense, Yes. Yeah. So it was a tough final. We won at home and then we went away uh, and, and, and I scored the first goal. So with that goal, we, we, pro, um, we, we already won the game. So it was really special.
2: Oh. Right, yeah, I love what Lince, Rediano, and Saprisa they form the big three in Costa Rica, so playing yeah, for one of those three clubs that's
1: really yeah fun. yeah they 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 fight every every season they fight for the for the title is big difference with the other teams, right, and
2: we know some CONCACAF champions, League, when they play the liga meckeys teams or uh, m l s teams they're not easy victories like they give give fight.
1: Yeah, I had the chance to play uh, against America, against Santos Laguna oh. uh, over <laughs> over there, you know. So, of co- of course, uh, Liga MX has more level, has more money than, but it's not easy for for them to go to Costa Rica because uh, Costa Rican fans are are crazy, I like like Argentina. They're so patient in the stadium. So, uh, it was really nice.
2: All right, and then uh, we will talk in more detail with San Jose earthquakes, uh, but we, of course you spent the 2016 and 2017 seasons there and uh, your recent clubs, Club Guarani in Paraguay, you spent 2019 with Deportes Iquique with Chile and then from 2020, from 2020 until the present, you now play for San Luis de Quillota, which is in the second division of Chile.
1: It's in second division. Yeah, it's, it's okay. a traditional first team, uh, first division team, mm-hmm. but um, they have some financial troubles a few years ago. Now, mm-hmm. uh, the, our, the owners are from, from Argentina, they are from from Rosario too. So, they, uh-huh. they, co- they called uh-huh. me to, to come here to try <laughs> to, to help the team to come back to first division. So, it's a nice challenge ahead.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. And I talked to my friends here in the United States that while playing in a top division can be a lot of fun too, that there's some pretty historic clubs around the world that aren't in the currently in the top division. And we just saw last season, we saw Leeds United come back to the Premier League yeah. after a long absence. Long time, and yeah. it really imp- improves the league as
1: well to have a big name there, so... I'm sure you'll do well at your current club. Yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, the level is, is, is high, you know, especially because when you have uh, relegations, um, you know, if you have just one, for example, Quakes, if you have relegations, this mm-hmm. year for sure yeah. can be in trouble, you know. So mm-hmm. that make, that makes the, the league to, to try to, to spend money, to try to, right. to sign better players, and that put the level higher.
2: All right. So thank you so much for that section. We, Fabi and I, we came up with several questions ourselves that we'll start asking you since I spoke for a while. Fabi, yeah, you can no. take the first two questions. Go no ahead. worries.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes, Andres, being viewed as a journeyman player can be seen as a negative. But what are some positives that playing for many clubs in many countries has given for you?
1: Yeah, as I said before, I always like the, to take a new challenge, you know. For example, when I was in Saprisa they offered me, uh, after that, that title that we talked about before, to, to sign another 2 years contract. And mm-hmm. I say no, I want to, let me wait, let me think about it for a few weeks. And then San Jose called me, and, and, and I say for, for San Jose, and I moved to USA. When I was in Cyprus, as I said before, I was like in holiday. But I feel right. like came back to South America to play in first division team. Uh, they offered me a good contract, and I say to my wife, "Hey, let's go, let's go closer <laughs> to our home. Uh, new challenge. You know, uh, it's a matter of what what you like. And I like challenge. You know. So, mm-hmm. uh, as I said before, uh, I'm really happy with my with my career until today.
0: Awesome.
2: Yeah, I definitely appreciate that because there's so many different players and every player is different. And sometimes playing with one team your whole career can be the right choice for you and for you personally as well as in a football level. Sometimes it's not always the case. And whichever way you choose to follow your path is valid. So right. I'm glad it yeah. pans
1: out. Yeah. Also, I also because I'm lucky, you know, that I have a family behind me that they support me. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes a family say, hey, no, I don't want to move. I don't want to go to, I don't know, to overseas, you know, different culture, different language. But uh, my wife always say, hey, I I will go behind you. We prepare our our suitcase and let's go. Right. And Fabi, you can
2: relate to that a little bit right
0: yeah yeah we're me and my wife are moving to Japan in a month, so it's gonna be a challenge. Oh, yeah.
1: it's it, it was it's uh one of the places that I always try to to make contact, you know because oh, wow. uh japanese culture is it's been amazing. I have a friend that was playing there for a year and a half and he's in love he wants to to come back to for a uh, to, with his wife for, for to live in there you know when, yeah. when he stopped soccer uh, as a soccer player he wants to to go back to Japan so oh. you, you're gonna enjoy it for sure oh thank you thank you what team was he on do you, do you know the team uh, oh I forgot no it's okay I, I it's remember okay. right now but uh, I, I will let you know later
0: yeah yeah just i'm gonna take you with me andres you come play for kobe with iniesta yeah. and, and, sounds, <laughs> good. Sa- sa-
1: sounds good sounds good but i'm yeah. I, I gonna i'm gonna be the captain i'm gonna be the captain no, iniesta. Yeah. <laughs> sounds good
0: sounds good that's perfect yeah. I'll, I'll go up to him myself and be like this is the guy right here andres this is your guy okay
2: <laughs> yeah there's this one player, uh, Kazuyoshi Miura. He is 53 years old, still playing in the Japanese First Division in the J-League. So if you want to continue playing in your career, that could be a good move. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, it will be good. It will be good. So I have already the contact. For, you're going to be my agent over, <laughs> We
0: Do we have another special guest with you?
1: Who's that with you? Is that your daughter? Yeah, they, they are here. They are, yeah. you know, it, it, with this uh, virus, everything is different. You know, they go to the <laughs> to the bed. Hola. Too late, you know. Hola. They have to be. They must be on the bed already. So <laughs> no. But yeah. you know, they they have no schools, right. uh, no obligations in the morning, so everything is hard. You never stop being a dad, right? No matter what. Yeah. Time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. How old, are they? It's crazy. How old are they? Um, I have a boy. He's American. He born in San Jose. Oh, He's, oh. A, he's already four, uh, okay. and my daughter is. He born here in in Chile. She's seven.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. okay.
1: That's great. I,
0: for for the boy, since he doesn't take up an international slot, I have Jesse's phone number on the line. Okay. The <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. That that. Well, okay. For example, uh, when San Jose called me. Uh, I have an agreement for um, with Argentinian team uh, oh, mm-hmm. and and I say to my wife, Hey I having an offer from from USA what do we do she was pregnant you know yeah uh, mm-hmm. and she said, oh it's a it's a nice offer you know go to usa uh, our boy will have an american passport oh, will yeah. be will be good for the for for his future so we decide to move you know so as oh, I said awesome. before uh, i I'm really lucky like to to have uh, my wife behind me. Oh.
0: Yeah, so when, when you were talking about that with your wife, and did you hear anything about MLS before? Like, what did you think of MLS in Argentina? Like, what did you think at the time when you were playing in in Saprissa in Costa Rica? Like, what did you think of MLS?
1: Uh, I always uh, like to to watch uh, MLS games. Always, always. Since, oh. since I was really, really young, like 15, 16, I remember – uh, when Henry was playing for, wow. uh, no Henry, sorry, Cote Mod yeah, Blanco was playing there. Yeah, you know, uh, and I was, uh, I remember that uh, uh, I watched the uh, Chicago Fire. That yeah. Chicago Fire uh, was really nice. So always was in my mind to move to USA, uh, and I have lucky to to get an offer from 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 the Quakes. Yeah, what well,
0: what would you say to other people that were in your <laughs> like in your mindset? How would they reach out to? How do they get the eye of a you know an MLS team? How, how do they get in contact with someone?
1: I think uh, it's, it's totally different, you know, since a year and a half ago until today, many Argentinian uh, players are coming uh, are going to USA right. because yeah. it's a really it's a really good place today. You know, forget about the life. The life for Argentina and USA is, is much better than Argentina. Argentina is in a really critical situation right now. Uh, and for uh, for the guys that probably uh, uh, don't doesn't have a European passport, okay, go from Argentina to USA is a first step. You know, for them, it's a big first step. You know, before go to Europe, to no. Europe. Uh, so I think uh, MLS is growing up, as you know, you know, right. and, and and also in Argentina. In Argentina, now every weekend you can watch four or five games wow. every weekend. So uh, people start to to know more about the league.
0: Yeah, and and I mean, Matias Almeida being Argentino as well.
1: Does he? Matias, yeah, yeah. Tata martino I think Tata Martino was the the guy that mm-hmm. yeah. started to promote to promote the league, you know, more because he made an amazing job over there, and, right. and everybody started to talk about the MLS. Okay. Great.
2: Right. and a sense, you were a trendsetter because you came to MLS before this large wave of the last two years of Argentines.
1: <laughs> yeah, but but I know, I personally, you know, I'm a, I'm a soccer guy, you know, and. And I know about the league. I know that they have everything to be one of the top league in the in the world. I have no doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, I I know that in in another five years, in, in my opinion, in another five years, MLS will be behind uh, the top leagues like Sherman, Spain, Italy. Oh. Will be will be MLS, no doubt. Right. Because they think- have everything. You know, they have everything. They have money. They have infrastructure. Right. Uh, they have fans already, you know. So it's it's a matter of time to to become a top league. The w- the right. one
0: thing we are missing, I mean, as Quakes fan, is that uh,
1: Arab uh, owner, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're missing: little little, little spending money. <laughs> right. I think
2: right now MLS is finding their groove as a, they're a good a place for both players who are experienced who have played in some of the more well known leagues that they can find a new challenge as well as younger players now, to start developing Mm -hmm. and uh, playing against professionals as well. And maybe with some recent moves such as Miguel Amirang coming from MLS and then now playing in the Premier League, stuff like that, that they can be sort of like Netherlands, Turkey, Portugal, where they're that next step before the bigger leagues.
1: Yeah, you know, because uh, many Argentinian guys have... European passport, you know, we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, I have an Italian. So go to you uh-huh. to USA. It's a it's a good first step to to then fly to to Europe. You know, so um, also uh, uh, the teams are, are offering very good money for for Argentinian clubs. So mm. uh, it's it's a matter of time. It's a matter of time to become a top league. No no doubt,
0: right. So really quickly, Andres, when,
1: when San Jose contacted you, how did they do it? How did they get your number? When I, mm-hmm. when I, when I was playing for Zapisa, uh here in Chile before in 2013, I played with Jimmy Maurer. He's Now he's a uh, Dallas goalkeeper.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: He was my teammate here in Chile in 2013. Uh, and he didn't talk. Spanish, uh, you know. So I, I help I help him a lot here, you know, because it's not easy when you move when you know does when it's a new experience for you. Right. So uh, I help him a lot, and, I, and then I still in touch with him. One day when I was playing for Zapriza, uh after a game against Santo Laguna, mm-hmm. uh, I got a test from him. Uh, oh, wow. he say hey, i was watching your game you play fantastic congrats for the victory i was <laughs> watching the game with with my agent here in in USA wow. uh, and he and he asked me to if you are interested on sign him uh, an authorization to for him to be your agent here in USA oh wow. yeah i like i like the idea and then after two three days i signed him an authorization and he started to to be my agent over there uh, he was in touch with with San Jose uh, staff. There was uh, Steve ratson Dominic Kinnear, yeah. uh, and, and 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 I got an offer. Uh, oh no, sorry, Steve ratson fly to to Costa Rica oh, wow. to watch to watch semi final and final. Uh, and but he was there to watch another teammate of, of me, another Costa Rican guy. <laughs> Uh, and I had a fantastic game there. Uh, I scored in the final, and and wow. I played really really well in the other games. Uh, so I was really lucky, you know.
0: <laughs> you stole the limelight. You stole you stole the the eyes of the scout. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was watching. Uh, in soccer, uh, happen a lot of times this this kind of thing. He was watching another player, but uh, I play oh, wow. well. They need they need uh, a guy on, on uh, as a centre back. They need to sign a centre back and. I was lucky to be to be there.
0: That's awesome. Okay. Right,
2: it's a great story. Yeah, we Steve know- Ralston, one of the uh, pioneers of MLS in its earlier days. So it's a great. Yeah, person to ama- be friends with.
1: Yeah, yeah, amazing guy. He, he, he was. Uh, I was really close uh, with him, and I, I'm still in touch uh, with with him. He's an amazing human, amazing coach, and and hopefully I, I can see we can see him. Uh, soon uh, again in, in MLS, I think he's working on uh, on the national teams under 20 or under 23, oh, wow. uh, but uh, he's an amazing coach. So uh, I hope to see him uh, soon again in, in the league. Right. Yeah, you
0: know what's really funny about your transfer coming in? We never really hear about Quakes players coming in. For, for some reason, your transfer, there was a lot of buzz. A lot of people knew for some weird reason that you were coming in, maybe it's because you followed the Twitter a little early or something like that, and people realized. That- yeah,
1: I, I made a mistake. I remember that uh, one guy from from Mexico followed me on Twitter, and he asked me, uh, "Hey, are you coming to, to San Jose?" And I say, "Yes," you know. Oh. So he, he <laughs> started That's a rumor. What? He started he started a rumor over there, and uh, not even the the social media from the team uh presented me and uh, and and everybody knows about it you know but yeah. but it, it it was funny it was funny because um i really enjoyed my my time over there did you get in trouble at all no 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 yeah. no people okay. say hey try to don't say anything about it because everybody's asking about <laughs> you but yeah. but uh yeah yeah but 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 it was a matter of, of time i i i was in in Argentina, making the the pipe work with with my visa and and that yeah. the, the deal was on, so no no troubles.
0: Oh, that's good. That's good. That's funny. Yeah. That I remembered that because I was like, we never hear about anything, but with Andres, <laughs> we do. Yeah. So uh,
2: recently, the sounds Earthquakes participated in the MLS's back tournament, and there were. This was still at the time where a lot of leagues were trying to get things restarted due to the. Uh, COVID-19 situation. Uh, did you follow the MLS's back tournament? And if so, uh, what did you think of the San Jose Earthquake's performance
1: in that tournament? Yeah, yeah. I watch every game. Uh, if oh, I can, okay. I watch, always yeah. I watch I the watch games. Uh, in MLS, uh, in Orlando, the team was pretty well, you know. Uh, uh, I think that that, that uh, part of the game that they were in the bubble you know together 24 hours a day uh, and this is one of the best uh, skills of matias as a as a coach you know to try yeah. to make a group to try to make a, a team like a family right. so that was really well for really good for for, for the team and and that because they made a, an amazing tournament uh, and i think they deserve to to play a final or at least to be in that in that final game but you know this is soccer and sometimes uh, it's not enough right
2: right yeah and it would have been great to see them in the final but at the same time I just remember thinking like I thought maybe they get to the round of 16 and then they at least got to the quarterfinals which was a respectable finish and there, it was a very unpredictable tournament. There were some traditional, bigger clubs in MLS that people thought were favorites to win this tournament that went out earlier than expected. And then you had a final of Portland versus Orlando, which definitely wasn't expected.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. but, you know, uh, uh, this, this season is, is not normal, you know, because right. you stop mm-hmm. training for, for three, four months, then you come back, you have two, three weeks training and then yeah. you play every three days in, in Orlando with that weather, you know. Right. Uh, so, the the teams that has uh, bigger rosters, I think that they, they make the difference uh, because there was a lot of injuries, a lot of no no time to, to recover, you know, because it's not easy to play every three days mm-hmm. in that weather. Yeah. Uh, and I think that uh, that was one of the things that not favorite teams uh, go to to finals, right? What do you so?
0: What do you think about Matias Almeida as a coach? Whether it, it be specifically in San Jose or including his previous jobs at River Plate, Banfield, or Guadalajara, what do you think of him?
1: I think uh, uh, Matias is top three coaches in Argentina, Argentinian oh. coaches today, no, no doubt. Uh, he was successful in in River he was really well in in Banfield he was amazing job in in Chivas uh, you know and and now okay he's not getting the, the result that everybody as a Quake fan we want but but uh, I think that he has another long time to make his his process he always talk about the process that's why he signed right. a lot of years with the team uh, and and I'm still confidence about him because uh, he already proved that he's an amazing coach
2: right and I definitely appreciate you hearing that because right now with this slump that the San Jose earthquakes are in it can be easy to just go completely negative but it's nice to put things back in perspective and see the bigger picture which that perspective is definitely appreciated
1: yeah, of course. Uh, no, nobody likes uh, the result that we, the team is getting, but yeah. uh, I, I, I'm hundred more than hundred percent sure that he doesn't like it too. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know that he can't sleep for sure. In the last twenty days, he sleeps at two, three nights. I'm I'm hundred percent right. sure because he's he's a passion guy. You know, you can see him uh, always worry about the team, always. Worry about uh, to 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 get that family so close. He right. uh, needs, you know. So uh, I hope that uh, in the in the last part of the of the season, the team uh, can improve, can get more, better results, and uh, and see what's happen uh, in the in the transfer window in in December, in January right. when when uh, he can make some changes, he can take decisions and and try to get better next next year. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: So I definitely still have faith that America can turn it around, particularly because I saw him firsthand be successful in my Liga Amequis team, Chivas de Guadalajara. So I, I'm still not throwing in the towel yet. Um, what did you enjoy most about living
1: in San Jose? Oh, I, we felt like, like home with my family there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I all I, I'm still in touch with with everybody over there. We made a, a lot of friends. Uh, the fans make us feel really well you know as I said before my my wife was pregnant there uh, and the team the staff, the front office staff uh, really helped us with everything you know and and these kind of things. Sometimes it's it's not easy to to be lucky, you know, and that didn't make us feel like home. But definitely the weather over San Jose, is, it's amazing. Uh, we enjoyed it a lot. Uh, and I hope to be back someday.
0: All right. There, that's great. Was there enough Go Spanish ahead. speakers to like feel at home? Did you have to use your English too much? Sorry? I, I didn't really see. Yeah, Was there enough Spanish speakers in the area or did you have to use your English a lot?
1: yeah 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 we we live in a in a complex that with people from from different nations and we enjoy it a lot so uh i try i Mm -hmm. always try to to talk with with english with american people you know because i want Mm -hmm. to to improve my english okay uh so i try to to talk in english basically also in the in the locker room in the locker room i i I didn't sit with with the with the spanish guys i tried to sit with 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 Shay, with <laughs> Fataya Lache, with uh, with Quincy, with Titi, you know, because I, I I I I need to improve my English.
2: That's good. Okay. So. Um, uh,
0: right So you, can you
2: tell me a little? Sorry, Papi, uh, Can you tell on. me a little bit about? Um, uh, did you uh, said you played in continental competitions? I know you mentioned the Concacaf Champions League, and did you play any uh, Libertadores or Copa Sudamericana games?
1: Yeah, I play. I play in Rosario Central. I play Sud American, and then in Bolivia I play Libertadores Cup too.
2: Wow. Okay. What was your
1: uh, favorite uh, uh, continental game that you played in your career? Uh, definitely was in Estadio Azteca against America. Uh, oh. It was in, with with <laughs> Zaprisa, You know, because uh, when I pl- when I go into the to the Estadio Azteca, it's, you know, it's like. That you can uh, watch happen, uh, you know. And yeah. It never. It, it, the stadium never gets the finish, you know. It never, yeah. It never ends. It, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's too. It's too big. It's too big. So uh, <laughs> it was a big crowd on the on the stands, you know. And, and I really enjoyed. It. And then uh, for Rosario Central, I played also in Bombonera, you know, against Boca Junior. Uh, it was a big game because uh, I don't know if you remember, but Roman Riquelme uh yeah. oh, a, a, yeah. big, a, big, a big player you know a big player Definitely. come back to boca uh that that was the first game that he played for for the team again mm-hmm. uh and and i was lucky to to play there you know and oh, wow. also was was amazing that that game
0: yeah so if you had to play one more game in either competition which team would you want to play against and why
1: uh with rosario central um, against against Newell, you. you know, I I, oh. I want to play a, <laughs> I, I want to play, play a derby. I want to play definitely. a derby.
2: Okay, okay, definitely, that's a good answer. So, at thirty-four years old, have you started to think about what your future might hold when your playing days do end? Do you have an idea, like maybe you want to be a coach or a scout or something, or are you just focused, like I'm still playing? I just care about
1: playing my next game no i'm focused on, on still playing and as i said before i am enjoy to, to wake up every day for trainings but i know that this career uh, has uh, has an end you know a someday mm-hmm. finish you know because it's uh, uh, the time goes so fast you know and i'm i'm already 34 thanks, thanks god I'm, uh, my body is healthy you know i never mm-hmm. had a big injuries uh, but uh, i'm i'm preparing myself for for the future uh, i last december i got my my coaching license in in argentina oh wow uh, but congratulations today, thank you but but mm-hmm. today i'm not sure to to want to be a coach you know so mm-hmm. i am still enjoying to wake up every day and and go th- uh for trainings and and especially the adrenaline before the game this is the 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 thing that made me still enjoying to to be a player,
0: right? So you said you're gonna, you were thinking about coming back to the United States. Would you play for like a team that's not an MLS? Would you play for like, let's say, an Oakland Roots or a Las Vegas Lights, a USL team?
1: Somebody t- told you something about it, or what? Because. <laughs> <Yeah>. about, uh, <laughs> Uh, maybe no. yeah. <laughs> you have details you have some details uh, i, I I'm, I'm i'm open for it um uh last december i was close to to play for a usl team uh was a colorado switchback uh, wow. unfortunately mm-hmm. we, because different reasons, uh, we didn't get the deal but uh, i'm still in touch with with their coach and you know now we have oakland Close yeah. to San Jose, so we will see what's happening.
0: Yeah, or right. Reno, maybe. I mean, still, in you would play still with the the Quakes, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, we we will see. We will see. We are so close to, to the end of the of the year. So uh, I want to still play next year if I can.
0: Well, you gotta let us know. I mean, we're we're your fans, so you gotta let us know.
1: <laughs> All right, you have to support the the idea. You know, you have to let them know to to the owners of these kind of things. That's true. About That's true. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll tweet at Oakland Roots. A uh, Sign Andres Imperiale right now. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds
1: good. You're going to be the first, first fan of the team.
0: Yeah. So
2: as an Argentine, I'm sure you follow the uh, Argentine national team. Uh, what is your perception of where their national team as at the moment? Because – They had had some close calls. They had some good World Cup runs, particularly in 2014 when they lost the final to Germany. Do you think that uh, there's still, you know, more left in this team with the core of Messi and Agüero and Di Maria? Or do you think that you're excited for the future, maybe?
1: I'm excited for the future, of course, because Argentina has uh, really good players, really good young guys. For example, Lautaro Martinez in Inter Milan. Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, I'm still thinking that uh, these these players that you mentioned before, Messi, Aguero, Di Maria, deserve to to win something with the with the national team. Yeah. They were so close three times three times in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play the final, they lose by by penalties. They they lose in in extra time. You know, so right. sometimes soccer is not is not fair. You know, so uh, I hope that. Uh, these these big guys uh, leave a trophy before they retire. Right,
2: yeah. And they are all accomplished players within the club level, but I know it would mean a lot for the entire nation of Argentin- Argentina to get over that hump. And there's still time, I think, that those players in particular, they haven't shown any signs of slowing down. So that's the good news.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. I, I agree. So... Um, as as we said before, uh, I hope that uh, they can leave something before they stop uh, playing uh, being players.
0: Andres, mm-hmm. would you be okay with them winning a Copa America? But they have to beat Uruguay first. I mean. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, they, they
1: they they beat us at home. They when we play, we we make everything to lift the trophy at home, and they yeah. come to to our house and. They beat us by pay, by by penalties. So uh, Uruguay, said, I respect them because they are amazing. They are with they are a country with just three three million people, yeah. and and they 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 prepare players. Uh, it's amazing. I, right. really, I, I really respect them.
2: Oh. Yeah, they're another team that, especially during that time, they had a formidable attacking trio with Cavani, Suarez. And um, Forlan. Diego Forlan, Forlan. Yeah. and now you're play. seeing players like Federico Valverde and Lucas Terrera and Diego Bentancourt coming through.
0: Diego Rossi, no,
1: right? No, yeah, Diego yeah. Rossi. No, no, <laughs> no it's it, it's amazing. It's amazing. You You can explain how a country with with that right. amount of, of, of people uh, make these these amazing players, but uh, it's it's respect respect for that country yeah
0: thank you thank you all right so we're moving on to the fan questions Andres we asked a couple of fans um, what they wanted to ask you so we'll go ahead and go through um, a couple of questions what they think okay all Um, right all right sounds good all right so the first one comes from Matt3leo from Twitter and um, it says what position do you think a new transfer can make the biggest difference to the earthquakes so what position do you think they should they should bring in
1: Oh, it's a tough question because I, I'm not <laughs> sure about the the contract ends at mm-hmm. the end of the season. It's a question for Matias, and Jesse, not for me. Uh, uh-huh. But I, I think that um, uh, it, it's a tough question. It's yeah. a tough question. Uh, yeah. I think I think the Airquays has a good roster, uh, and if I if they scout the. A key players you know in 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 a key positions you know mm-hmm. they they can improve a lot right. they have as, as i said before they have an amazing coach uh, they have a, uh an amazing fans so uh I hope the next season we can get better results
0: that's fair that's yeah. fair yeah
2: so uh, did you uh spend a lot of time uh, getting to know the Youth Academy players during your time in San Jose Earthquakes, and did you foresee any of them growing to the extent they have as players so far? Uh, some homegrown players, such as maybe Gil- Gilbert Fuentes or Jacob Acañavide?
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember when Gilbert came to to train with us, oh, when, okay. Chris Ledge, when Chris when Chris uh replaced Dominic Neer, uh, and that kid uh, is something special. That kid... Uh, has a lot of potential, and I hope that uh, Matias can give him uh, some chances to to try to go slowly, you know, step by right. step, because he's young. He's young. He's not probably like like how well you know. Like he's already right. so big. He uh, Gilbert has a different body, you know, and you need to to give him some minutes, but slowly, you know, step by step. But definitely, yeah, he has a lot of a lot of potential.
2: Yeah, oh, wow. definitely. He's still only 18 years old, so we'll yeah. definitely be seeing more of him in the future.
1: Yeah, you know, and and, and this moment, you know, with under bad results, you know, it's not easy for kids to to go into the field, you know, and try to be good, you know. So um, I think Matias is so smart in that, in that position, you know, and he will give him uh, minutes when the team uh, make better performances. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, remember just, just, I remember
0: from my conversation with Victor Bernardes, I forgot to ask this question. What was the hardest stadium to play in? I remember he said the Vancouver Whitecaps for some reason because we, we always just lost at Vancouver. But what do you think the worst stadium to play in was?
1: oh portland timbers portland timbers okay. a, a tough stadium you know that their, their fans are are crazy is the they are always the stadium is always full you know and yeah and they and they always have a very good team you know so i i think that portland is the toughest place to to, to play away
0: okay and then what was the hardest guy to guard in mls that you can remember
1: uh, I think David Villa. David Villa okay. was, oh, yeah, was yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he was something different, different level. You know, his first touch, his control, uh, something different.
2: Okay. Yeah, you always worry with some of the big name European players that come to MLS if they view this as a vacation. But Villa certainly did not. He played with the same level of passion and talent as he had throughout his career
1: yeah yeah definitely and he was i don't know probably 32 33 and Mm -hmm. he's still running he's still uh, asking for the ball all the time Mm -hmm. definitely he was uh, a different level Mm
2: -hmm. yeah so the next question we have uh is um, what would we have to do for Pelado versus Imperiale
1: Asado? So we know you like the carne
2: asado.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, but but I, I saw a lot of Matias' pictures making the asado. So for, and he lives in a town that uh, uh, the meat is is really good there. So it will it will it will be a tough a tough uh, tough game, you know. If I if I try to compete against him, so. Uh, but we can do it someday, why not <laughs>
0: yeah, all right and then, so the next question comes from trevor wajitch um when When you return to San Jose earthquakes, would you rather coach the academy, be an assistant coach at San Jose or work with Ian Russell and Reno?
1: <laughs> oof, uh nice question. Um, <laughs>
0: Our fans just give you the hard ones, right? Yeah, <laughs> they think highly
1: of you. Yes, yeah, I said before. I I would love to to go back uh, to to the Bay Area and and if it's to San Jose, much better, you know. Um, I think definitely not with the academy. It's not it's not an easy job. You have to mm-hmm. prepare yourself. Uh, I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. Probably in the future, you know. But but let's say. Uh, I don't know, in two years, I have to go and, and, and be a coach of kids. It's it's not an easy job. It's not right. an easy job because it's totally different to tr- have training with, with professional guys or academy guys. You know, right. you have to prepare mm-hmm. yourself uh, and I'm not ready yet. So one of the other two options will be good. Right.
2: Yeah. And. Even if you know you could pick a different option, like I remember when Chris Wondolowski, he missed one of the games last season due to suspension. He was in the crowd with the fans, so I can imagine you being in a similar position there too. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that that, that, that the bus, the bus of the on the stands will be a good position also.
2: <laughs> yeah. So Diego Medina on Facebook asks. What differentiates those that are really talented to those making it pro? How can you prepare yourself mentality to have a successful career?
1: Yeah, so being a soccer player is a tough career, you know, uh, because, uh, for example, this is uh, my experience, you know. Uh, when I was 20, I had to, to take my suitcase and go to another country like right. Cyprus, um, different culture, every, everything different, you know, uh, and and I have to be alone there for a year, okay, right. my wife was, was with me, but uh, I was away with my family, and, and I really miss them, you know, but uh, no. I know that becoming a soccer player was my dream, uh, and my family was happy that I was there, so... Uh, probably this is the toughest uh, things of, of be a uh, a top player a, yeah. a professional player when you, when you have to take decisions and and go to some place and leave your friends your parents uh, and and all that that stuff
0: okay okay thank you um, so n vale 08 from Quake's subreddit says how do you feel to be considered one of the Quake's legends among fans despite spending a short time with the team? <laughs>
1: uh, I don't consider that. Uh, it's Quake's legends are other, other guys, you know, like, like mm-hmm. Uma, for example, that he was amazing, like, like of course, Chris Wondolowski. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I have uh, something nice with, with them, you know. As I said before, people over there made me feel like home uh right. and I really miss them and until today after after a couple of years I'm still watching the games I'm still getting mad when when, when we don't get good <laughs> results so uh it's it's it will they you're gonna be on my heart for, for always and and I hope to be back someday why not yeah, yeah
0: um so thank you. All the fans love you, by the way. So once you say Andres Imperiale, they're like, "Oh yeah,
1: that, that's the guy <laughs> that,
0: that he invited everybody to the sado." I mean, like <laughs> that goes down in Quakes history. So don't yeah. We,
1: it. we have a really nice uh, night that day. That day, uh, they they eat a lot. They eat a lot. It was an expensive <laughs> night. It was an expensive night, but <laughs> but we enjoyed. It. We we really enjoyed. It. So I hope I hope that we can repeat someday.
2: Yeah. All right. So uh, we got a question here from Rightful Chef on the Reddit. Since you are also, a, since you're also a defender, he wanted to know what your thoughts on the latest defender to the Quicks squad, young Tanner Beeson, their super draft pick, yeah. and how you think he's adjusted so far. He played a couple games due to the uh, injuries recently to the San Jose Quicks backline.
1: Yeah, uh, he made his debut against uh, Cali Clásico uh, in right. L.A., you know, mm-hmm. tough, tough moment, you know, uh, but I, I think he has a lot of potential. Uh, I really like the defenders that has a uh, technique on, on their left foot. This mm. guy definitely has, is really good with his left foot. Oh, wow. um, and I talk with, with with Bruno Costa about him uh they scout him for for a long time oh, wow. he told me and 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 they have uh, uh they have um they are waiting for for him you know they are preparing they are preparing him because uh they think that he has a lot of skills to to be uh, the defender in in the upcoming seasons oh, wow
2: right i agree that it was definitely a tough game, it's like okay, here you go here's your opportunity against our biggest rivals, yeah, good
1: luck, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but as I said before, you know, it's not easy when you are young, when 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 you have to go to the field and, and play that kind of game, you know, against, I don't know, for example, Pavon, you know, that it's... Right. Uh, what a, what mm-hmm. a player. His experience, he's experience He's an amazing guy. So uh, it was uh, tough, but I think he did a good job. And uh, and if he's smart and he has uh, experienced guys, Next to him, like like Kasia, like Florian, like Alanis, he can mm-hmm. learn a lot of things, a lot of good good things for his future.
0: Right. What do you think about the man marking system,
1: Andres? I don't know if it's a man mar, mar, man mark system. Uh, I think uh, it's something different. You know, you need uh, you need a lot of a lot of training, and every everybody has to be. In the in the right spot, you know, because right. one mistake, uh, you you pay him, you know. Uh, uh, it's it's a tough system, definitely, uh, and Matthias still trying and still believing on, on it. So uh, we have to 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 trust that uh, this this system will will give better results soon. Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. It's
2: certainly an interesting system on in this. Uh, and lastly, uh, this uh, user Rightful chaff. He wanted to uh, compliment you on your uh, determination to uh, play so well when you return from injury from a broken nose and
1: an earthquake shirt. So. Great stuff. Yeah, but yeah, but look, my my noise doesn't look good after that. <laughs> <laughs> it looks great. Like, we yeah. can't even
2: notice.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember that uh, I, I was out of the team for for a lot of games, and I came back against Kansas City at home, and I I broke my noise, and I and the uh, the doctor say, hey, no, you have to go out. No, no, I was. I want to play. I want to play. Don't, right. don't ask for the. do for a substitution. No? I, I. I will go back to. To the field, but look, my nose. Not it doesn't look good. Yeah. Th- so, thanks God, I'm, I'm already mm-hmm. married and I have kids, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like oh no, she already decided yeah. to stay with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. back now. Yeah. <laughs> You're right.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Um, Right yep. right um so deep slumps from Reddit asked um just wants to know that if you keep in contact with any of the Spanish speaking guys on the club or any of the English speaking guys on the club like Godoy, Quintero, Ureña, Seren, Muma, things like that.
1: Yeah, I'm i I'm still in touch with a lot of people. Uh yeah. with Muma, with Muma, with Uruena, with uh uh with Mati Pérez Garcia too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then, yeah, and then from the American guys with with Titi always with uh, with Shay. You no, know, uh, as I said before, it was nice two seasons over there, and and I hope to to see them uh, soon back.
2: Yeah, and that was also a similar question that Dom, our friend from Quakes After Ninety podcast, asked. So th- a lot of fans will be pleased to hear that. It really is kind of like a family, you know a lot of players come and go in m l s but that bond you make when you play together is for real,
1: yeah, 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 I think that this is the the best thing that that Koi has you know uh, mm-hmm. be a family and, and and make you feel like home, uh, mm-hmm. so uh, I hope that everything looks looks better in the future, uh, and the family is still unit right. And the last word from uh, Deep Slumps, he
2: wishes that you were still playing with San Jose Earthquakes because we could use more defenders.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But, uh, but uh, as I said before, we have to, to be patient, you know, and to prepare ourselves for, for the future.
2: Right. That's totally fair. Go ahead, Fabio. Next, Andres, question.
0: what was your favorite moment as a quake? There was a lot of them. There was the playoff game. There was the broken nose. What was your
1: favorite? <laughs> no, definitely, definitely not the broken nose. <laughs> uh, um, I had to choose one. I think the, the Cali Classico at the Stanford when Shea scored in the last minute. Okay. Uh, oh. that, uh, yeah, that, that was a special moment. It was the first game of Chris Leach uh, on, the, on the bench. Uh, and it was a really nice, really, really nice uh, game. Uh and then I think when we won also uh in LA 3-0 when one does score and celebrate in front of their fans on the net <laughs> that, that, that moment was really nice too. I so I, I gonna take that, that two uh, games.
2: Oh great choices. Yeah Shea Salinas he is such a hard worker, long time player yeah. of the Earthquakes and even this season against the Vancouver
1: Whitecaps, he had a game-winner, too. So he has mm-hmm. a knack for scoring important goals. Uh, because he he's this kind of professional guy that always is ready, always happy, always able for, for the team to try to help the team. No matter if he played 90 minutes, 50 minutes, 20 minutes, this is the kind of player that you always want to have on, on your team. Right.
0: Andres, after the Cali Classicos at Stanford, would you stay there with your family? Would you watch yeah. the fireworks? Did you yeah, feel like yeah. American We're, at that moment? Because yeah. they, they always did a good show.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have a, a few pictures, uh, and I always uh, watch with with my wife. And I say to her, "Look, that moment we always remember." And she say, "Hey, let let's go back and uh-huh. to, to San Jose to repeat it." <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. And uh, would you say that the Sala was your favorite moment with the fans? <laughs> Sorry? Uh, so let me just rephrase the question. Um, Look up Page 7 asked, what was your favorite moment or interaction with a, a Quakes fan
1: or fans that you remember? Uh, always, always after the home games. Uh, they were really nice with me. But um, I have a kid that uh, always waits for me after the game, you oh. know. Uh, so uh, I'm still in touch with him. I send him uh, every of my of my t-shirt when I when I sign for a new team. I send him my my my, my t-shirts. That's uh, awesome. So yeah, so th- that kind of of moments are really special, you know, because you with the picture, you know, of signing an autographer, you can see. Uh, a happy face of a kid so it's it's really special
0: and um so that kid's grown up right so it's he's he's <laughs> almost <laughs> he's you seen him yeah, grow def- up?
1: definitely he now he's so big you know so i can't carry him anymore
0: <laughs> and then so another one Munez on fuego from reddit asks, how difficult was it to mark wando in practice did he take practice as seriously as games um who were the toughest teams and in in the MLS for you?
1: Uh definitely Wondo is that kind of, of players that you can give him one second, one one meter, you know, because he scored, you know. So it was really, really, really tough to, to mark him on, on training. I always was happy when I when he played for me, you know, for my team. Uh, <laughs> on that on that games. Uh, and then what was the other yeah. question About the tough, toughest uh, What was the team hardest you... team
0: The hardest team Okay
1: uh, I think uh, uh, As I said before Portland Portland, Portland Because, yeah, okay. because the, They they have Really good quality On the team They have Diego Valeri That right. for me is, is the best player In, in the league oh, wow. uh, and, oh. and when they play at home When they play at home They are so strong So definitely Portland yeah, we saw that. All I right. mean, this last weekend, right?
0: <laughs> we saw. Yeah, yeah we saw a good Diego Valeri acting yeah. like it was 2017.
1: Yeah, Diego. Diego is yeah. it's this so smart player, you know. Always he read the game so fast, you know. He know where right. he has to wait for the ball, where where his teammate make the movements, You know, he's for for me it's the best player in the league.
0: Yeah, Portland mm-hmm. got a steal when the, he brought they brought him in because he wasn't having a yeah. good time in Argentina, and they got this great talent just because of the situation in Argentina.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, we have one last question from the fans. Jeff Vicas on Twitter asks, "What's your favorite cut of meat or type of asado?" The the
1: the what the favorite. Yeah, favorite asado. What's your favorite kind of meat or asado? Either oh, yeah. The ribs. The ribs. Okay. Oh. Uh, yeah. You know, from Uruguay, yeah, you have the, the good <laughs> yeah. one too. Uh, definitely the ribs. Uh, there in, in San Jose, you have a nice supermarket. The name is El Chaparral. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's really, really good. It's really good. It's it, Okay, it's not like, like Uruguay or Argentina, you know, but it's it's so similar. It's so similar. When I when I live in the complex over there in San Jose, I cook I cook I don't know every every week, you know, and wow. and everybody come to to ask me, Hey, what are you doing? And I say try, try, <laughs> Oh, test it good, you know, and everybody asks about it. So uh, I really enjoyed. Well Andres awesome.
0: Thank you for answering all of our questions. We want to thank mm-hmm. you for this interview. It's been a great time. Um, and thank you for your hour. I mean, we truly appreciate it. You're beloved with Quakes fans. And we would like to have you on more if, if that move to the USL or if the move to the MLS comes again.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be here always for, for you and for everybody of the Quakes family. And I hope to see you soon. Why not?
2: Yeah, thank you so much, muchísimas gracias. This is a lot of fun, and I can tell that you're a very passionate player when it, and a person when it comes to this sport. And it's been a pleasure.
1: It's been my pleasure too. So uh, congrats for for the kind of of podcast to, uh, to 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 be as a quest family, you know, to everybody oh, involved, involved uh, on the same uh, targets, you know, so. Uh, still supporting the team, still supporting the club that I think that we will get uh, better results right,
2: right. no problem thank you so much, have a good night bye guys,
1: bye you too, bye bye
2: thank Thank you you. All Well, that was Andes Imperial and I couldn't have been more happier with that interview, it felt like just a conversation talking to a good friend and yeah i think it's just what i've come to expect from these quakes players so far in our two interviews we've had so far that right they're just that level of they appreciate the fans and that they just easily relate to people
0: yeah you know andres was really really down to earth i mean it was talking like we were talking to a friend or even talking to a brother i mean it was nice it was it was truly nice. He, you know, it was really evident that he still is very passionate about the club, and he's very passionate about the United States, which I understand because his son is from the United States. Um, right. and we got some good questions. I mean, we found out that we found out that he was about to sign for a USL team. So it'd be great to see Andres back in the United States and and at least in the USL bubble.
2: Right, and even though he had a, a dream and career, like as we learned. He played in some big games. He played for some big clubs for their respective countries. And he had his wife and his family every step of the way. You can't ask for much more with that kind
0: of career. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, he had a lot of fun being a journeyman. So I wouldn't even put it against him because he liked taking that challenge. And and I remember we had a question from Diego Medina. And he said, the biggest thing is getting out of your comfort zone um, is making sure you take that risk. Um, even if you're going to be away from your family and be away from everybody, that's going to help you mentally get to the next level and get to where you want to be in your professional career. If it's playing soccer or even if it's anything in life, like myself moving to Japan, it's going to help me mature a lot. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to go to a brand new area, so we'll see.
2: Yeah. I think being comfortable with some uncertainty and some risk in life is a very good message for not just Quakes fans who are listening to this podcast, but anybody to keep in mind during this time. It's still a very difficult time for financially, work-wise for a lot of people around the world, particularly still in the United States. And I think that is a very po- right. positive conversation that we had from both a real-life and a Quakes perspective.
0: Yeah, and it was really late for him. So we, again, undressed. Thank you. We, we really appreciate you coming on at like 11 o'clock at night for us to, to get this interview in. And he still, he still has a very big heart for all these Quakes fans. I mean, what, what player is going to invite everybody to their house for a solo? Like that doesn't happen. That's a, that's a certain type of guy. And it's a big heart. Um, right. Yeah.
2: That Chile slash uh, maritime Canada time zone is pretty tricky, but uh, <laughs> it, he made it work. And uh got to hear briefly from his kids in the background and he's just like, I'm sure his family is having a great time and making the most of the extra time they've got to spend together.
0: Right. So just a little bit of housekeeping. We are going to be doing some more interviews with with players so this is kind of going to be like a little bit of a midweek special type of thing we're still going to do our one time a week on saturdays at least release it on saturdays and then we're also going to be doing like some interviews Um, we have a couple of them lined up Um, i know we have kevin partita coming up at the beginning of august or october i apologize and then we also have some two more interviews um, with Quincy. That's going to come up. He's a little busy right now because he's playing for Las Vegas lights again, or now. And we have a pretty big interview coming up with a quakes starter. Um, and I don't know if we're going to say it just yet. Cause he's a little busy because they're traveling all the time, <laughs> but we're going to keep that there. And then, yeah, Ivan, yeah keep a also, little bit of mystery. Yeah. And then Ivan, we also have some big news um, today. We decided as a team, that we are going to make a Patreon. So if you want to support us, everything that we make is going to be free um, with our Patreon. It's going to be basically you get to see behind the scenes stuff. Um, we're going to have we're going to prioritize your questions. Um, we're going to invite you on to the to the podcast. Basically, what it comes down to is we're not in this for the money. We want to basically make it this we want to make this bigger. Um, And the only way we kind of have been, you know, bumping into some monetary problems. And if you guys want to support us and feel like you enjoy this podcast and you enjoy us being here and want us to be here for years, we would greatly appreciate it if you wanted to support us and help us grow the Quakes fandom and grow the Quakes media. Um, Ivan, do you have anything to say about that?
2: Yeah, we just want to emphasize that this is totally optional and voluntary, but greatly appreciated. Um, It's a very interesting period in our lives, mine personally, I can't speak in specifics for yours, Fabi, but the bottom line is we're going to be all right and we appreciate having this opportunity to reach out to the fans as often as we do yeah. through the beautiful game network and we just hope that through this Patreon that it can continue to improve the quality of our product for your enjoyment and any support whether you choose to support our Patreon or not uh, supporting this podcast just by watching it is still greatly appreciated and I thank you
0: yeah. Watch it, share it, like it. I mean, and subscribe, <laughs> smash that <laughs> like button on YouTube cause we're on YouTube now. Um, but guys, we are extremely grateful. I wake up every day. I met a new friend. I, I made a great friendship with Ivan here. And I'm also, I'm living my dream. I mean, I never thought I would have Andres Imperiale, Eric Calvillo on the podcast as well as Dom. I mean, I grew up listening to Dom. So it's like, this is all a dream to me. And I, I want to thank you guys for making that possible. And again, you don't have to um, support us with the Patreon, your comments, your good, your good vibes is perfectly fine as well.
2: All right. Uh, So with that, that'll be it for tonight, but we hope you enjoyed the interview as much as us. And we look forward to talking about the most recent to San Jose earthquakes games in our next podcast.
0: Yeah. And we'll have another quakes after 90 uh, co-host on that. So uh, we, we, we're definitely gonna we're gonna have a good time just like the Dom episode so stay tuned go quakes